I'm Matt Dixon, and welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. The mission of Purple Patch is to empower and educate every human being to reach their athletic potential. Through the lens of athletic potential, you reach your human potential. The purpose of this podcast is to help time-starved people everywhere integrate sport into life. Folks, today's show is all about a high-performance mindset, developing a toolkit and set of strategies so that you can show up and consistently perform. There are a lot of lessons by going on a sporting journey, but you're not going to really actualize performance if you don't come from a strong platform of health, a physical base layer of performance, as we like to call it. And so one of the roots that you can get there, a tool in the toolbox that you can leverage is Inside Tracker, because it's going to enable you to get really precise and focus on the elements that are going to, for you, yield a strong platform of health. We leverage it at Purple Patch. It's very simple. By taking a look inside your biometrics, we can then analyze and assess along with the expertise and insights from the team of experts inside Tracker and create an action plan for you. It's really valuable and very, very simple. All you need to do is head to insidetracker.com slash purplepatch. That's insidetracker.com slash purplepatch and use this sneaky code purplepatchpro20. That's purplepatchpro20. You get 20% off everything at the store. Enjoy the show. And welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. As ever, your host, Matt Dixon. And today, we're going to talk about mindset, your high-performance mindset, a key component of you bringing your best, whether you're an athlete, leader, parent, whatever your focus. Now, the topic today is not something that you've learned from a textbook. You can't develop this from simply reading or even listening to this show. You have to establish it through experience. Let me read you a quote. This is from Sami Inkinen. He's a purple patch athlete and a well-known tech founder and entrepreneur. Sami says, I worked with Matt and the purple patch team for many years while training as an elite triathlete and founder scaling a venture-backed tech company, Trulia, from inception to IPO. Matt's focus was always not just on performance, but sustainable high performance, which is mission critical for both short and long-term results in sport and business. Matt leveraged a methodology that enabled me to thrive in sport while simultaneously performing at my best for Trulia. Through physical readiness, Matt's most important impact was helping me develop the strategies that became fundamental to how I operate as a leader. I continue to apply these principles daily in my personal and professional life to perform. Now, I coached Sami to many victories, including amateur wins at the Hawaii Ironman World Championship and the Half Ironman World Championship. But my role extended to him as a human being and as a leader. He developed successfully, I might add, a toolkit and a mindset in which he successfully applies to all aspects of high performance, of course, including his current role as CEO and founder of Verta Health on their quest to reduce the massive negative impact of type 2 diabetes that is ravaging our society as we speak. And so today, we're going to discuss your high-performance mindset. Before we dig into it, why don't we do a little show on Matt's Newsings? (music) 
Yes, folks, a couple of Matt's newsings today. First of all, you might be listening today as a leader or an executive in an organisation. And you might listen and there might be a few sparks that go off and you might think, hmm, sounds pretty good for my team. I want my team to show up better, improve as a unit, as a team, becoming almost a squad. I want them to be battle ready for the demands that we face. Well, guess what? In 2024, we are rolling out our leadership performance program, but we're only going to be working with two organizations and teams for the entirety of the year. Two. That's right. If you would like your organizational leadership team to be considered for one of the slots for our brand new program, feel free to reach out. We'd be delighted to consider partnering with you. I promise you both results, but also a little bit of fun along the journey. All you need to do is reach out to info at purplepatchfitness.com and ask to be connected directly to me versus re the leadership program. As long as my team knows that, they're going to put you right in contact with me. All right. With that, it's time to go. We're not going to do Word of the Week this week. We're going to go right into it. We're going to be discussing mindset. It is, folks, the meat and potatoes. Yes, folks, the meat and potatoes. And guess what? I did the introduction with a quote. I'm going to start a discussion on mindset with another quote. Here's a quote from Pat, who is a CEO of a leading organization, publicly traded. And I find this compelling around the context of what we're trying to achieve when we talk about a high performance mindset. Pat came to me well, many moons ago now, almost a decade ago. And this is his thought on the coaching process and the value of going on a sporting journey. Pat says, I was chasing improvements in my triathlon performance, but the process completely evolved how I actually operated as a leader. I established skills and habits that improved my effectiveness, my capacity to navigate stressful situations, and also helping me retain perspective and focus when the going gets tough. The journey of sport increased my physical resilience, but my mindset and brain received the best training possible, informing all I do in leadership in life. Well, I think that sums it up. That's what we're talking about here. The journey of sport, focusing on well-being, is an incredibly positive thing if you want to show up with optimal cognitive function. If you want to have stable energy in the day, we need a platform of health. But to really drive effectiveness, to actually be better already, to have capacity, to be able to withstand all of the rigors, the demands, the setbacks, the course corrections that we're going to need to do as you go on a journey of performance as a leader, as a parent, as an athlete, whatever it is, you need to develop a toolkit, a high performance mindset. It is the difference. It is the thing that makes great people champions. And that's what we're going to dig into today. Now, what does this mean? I say a high performance mindset. But let me give you an example. Let's talk about a professional athlete, a professional endurance athlete. What makes them great? What's the difference? What's my role and value as a coach? Well, if we take a step back, to be successful professional athlete, they need to train hard, yeah? They need to be consistently training hard. 
And that's obvious. They need a high level of fitness so that they're ready to go and perform. But if imagine if I told you that this professional athlete just sleeps five hours a night and you know what to unwind after a hard day's training? They love a couple of glasses of wine and they don't really consider nutrition that much. They just eat what they want, burgers, pizzas, pies, whatever it might be. You might laugh at that. Your thought around their success is probably ain't going to happen. You see, pros need a high physical ready state. They need to be very fit. They need to have stable energy, a great ability to engage and focus, and a great amount of resiliency. That's a prerequisite to be a great athlete. But that isn't why Tim Reed, a Purple Patch Pro, won the world championship. Because great physical ready state, they're all fit. There's a differentiator. And the differentiator is what they learn and develop through their journey and their experiences. Of course, fostered with my Kelchin perspective to help them along the journey. You see, what they develop as a professional athlete is a mindset, a set of traits of high performance. What it means to have consistent commitment and a strong work ethic. They need to be tough. But more than that, they need to develop a high degree of coachability, collaboration, be able to communicate well. They need to establish a really positive relationship with high-stress environments, realizing that it's not something to wilt on or run away from, but actually something to leverage, something that is necessary, the friction that is necessary to create the diamond that they can actually use as a tool. And they need to become battle-ready, where they're adaptable and able to withstand and navigate setbacks, high-stress situations, even failures. And none of these traits that they develop through their journey are naturally there, innate. They are actually learned. They are coached. You see, the brain receives this training through exposure. And the great thing about this is by going on this journey, that brain development is now equipped to apply that same mindset into any other arena in life. For professional endurance athletes to achieve sustained high performance in a predictable manner, they need more than a physical ready state. They need to develop in support of that a high performance mindset. But I ask you, is that different for us? Those of us that are not chasing world-class performance in sport? I would argue no. In order for you to develop predictable and sustainable purple patches or sustained high performance, for you to bring your very best self to whatever endeavor you are chasing across life, you face a similar challenge. Forget about balance and harmony There is no hack to this. There's no easy path. There are no shortcuts. But by you embracing the journey and focusing on well-being, and then you are going to bolster your opportunity to show up with your performance base layer. But the accelerant, the thing that's going to keep you driving forward, ultimately giving you capacity to navigate the journey ahead, is a high-performance mindset. Let me tell you a little case study here. 
This is a conversation that I had just last week, and it's with a wonderful woman that I've coached for some years called Anne. And Anne is the COO of a major tech company. Now, being the COO of a major tech company, she is navigating a lot of competing demands. It's a high-stress position, and there is no easy path for her to be a high-performing executive. But in balance to all of her demands that she has in the workplace, and also is experiencing massive demands across life, with some logistical challenges, family situations, and more. Right now, Anne is facing a lot of stress. But through this all, she competes. She trains every single day, and she competes in half Ironman and Ironman events. And many of her friends look at her and ask, how do you do it? How do you fit it all in? But that's actually the wrong question, the wrong perspective, because it is the training and the approach for these that are the very keys to unlocking Anne's productivity. It's the framework that actually provides the capacity for Anne to meet all of those demands, even through the toughest times. The last six months for Anne have been particularly demanding. Tons of change at work, high stress, a lot of uncertainty, health challenges in her family, tons of travel. And yet Anne has remained relentless. It has been enough stress that many would wilt, would retreat. But just last week, I had a phone call with Anne and she said, I want to do season planning for 2024. Anne was full of vigor, ambition, commitment. This isn't someone wilting. This is someone evolving, driving, growing. And I found myself having to persuade Anne almost to take on less challenge. She wasn't failing. She wasn't wilting. There was no retreat. And through the conversation, I said to her, I was really proud of her and happy to see that she had such ambition despite all of the global stress that she was navigating at the time. And I found that her response was telling. She said, yeah, it's really freaking hard. Quite frankly, right now, it kind of sucks. But the truth is that the structure, the framework, the habits keep me, and here's the key thing, in a forward center of mass. I am more physically resilient than I have ever been. But more than that, I've learned how to adapt to change, to focus on the aspects that I can control. And sometimes it becomes a lot and I get knocked back on my heels. But the lessons that I have learned and my physical readiness and my mindset that I have learned through the journey get me back forward in that forward center of mass. And that's the only way that you can navigate and you could leverage the hard times for growth. That sounds like something I would say. Now, Anne is not an elite triathlete. She's not an elite athlete at all, but she is elite in business. She chases self-improvement. She gets a lot of pride and satisfaction and joy out of her ultimate hobby, but she is leveraging that hobby to show up a better human being, a better leader. It is exactly the integration of that into her life that is providing so many of the lessons and that battle-ready mindset that so many folks don't have. 
She is an elite business professional adopting the strategies and the mindset of an elite athlete. And so therefore, she is an high performance, the definition of. To tie it all up in the bow, here's what Anne has done over the course of her own sporting journey. She's been successful in developing a robust physical base layer, and we've just spent the last four weeks discussing the elements to that, the importance of daily movement, the absolute critical component of strength and resistance training, ensuring that you have simple habits and practices around nutrition, fueling, hydration, and prioritizing recovery, including sleep. But more than that, she's established a high-performance mindset. Now, it's no wonder, folks, that organizations love to hire ex-professional athletes and ex-collegiate athletes. Ever thought about that? Why do organizations and companies love to hire athletes? It's not because of their fitness profile. It's not because of their nice bodies. It's because they understand as organizations that these athletes are going to be committed They're going to be good at planning, prioritizing, focusing. They're going to be tough, resilient, adaptable. They're going to navigate change and failure better than most. But those traits and characteristics are not innate, as I mentioned before. They're learned. They're coachable. And so why should we hold back that opportunity from all of us? We can all adapt the practices and the mindset of an elite athlete. You don't need to be an elite athlete to take on the same lessons. And the importance of this right now cannot be overstated. The time for this is right now. In fact, I think that the pandemic experience really showed us what can happen. Because with a light switch in March 2020 or so, everything changed. It was forced change on all of us. And many, many people were drastically destabilized. And we all know what happened. In fact, we're now, right now, still experiencing the long tail effect of that pandemic, mental health challenges that are an all-time high, a massive amount of burnout, frustration. And you know what happened, what we observed through the pandemic? Those that excelled, that that managed to stay in forward center of the mass, were the ones that kept the structure and the organization of a personal well-being journey, whether it's sport, whether it's just fitness and performance habits. But the pandemic is starting to fade into the rearview mirror, but the uncertainty is still here in front of us. What's going on with the economy? Political and social events, world events, including multiple wars, shifting perspectives across populations climate change. People out there are melting. They're not battle ready. Even if they focus on fitness as a primary objective, they haven't developed the resiliency, the adaptability. You see, this isn't about just being into fitness. This is about showing up, performing, developing capacity, a reservoir, so that when change occurs, or you have external forces and demands that are unexpected, you're ready to navigate, to take on the challenge. So yes, you benefit from the last month of our discussions, developing a physical ready state, a performance base layer as you labeled it. 
But the key component, the gasoline on the fire, is to train the brain. The education and the experiences that you go through by a commitment. It's part of the reason that I really like and encourage folks to take on tough projects, big hairy goals. And we talk about that at the start of every single year. As I mentioned at the top of the meat and potatoes, you cannot learn a high performance mindset in a book. It's not about theory and application. It actually emerges from the doing, from you committing to a journey and the experiences that you go through because the brain doesn't know the context it's in. And that is why sport is such a wonderful crucible and a safe place to develop a high performance mindset. You don't need to be registered for an Ironman or a marathon, but you do need to be committed to personal well-being, showing up day after day because you're going to get the experiences that you can then apply to any other arena in life. The good thing is that we are smart. Even my mates in Essex who talk like this and tell you that we was down the pub having some bevies and all that, even them guys, well, we is smart. Us Essex boys, okay? All of us are smart. And we're pretty good as human beings at taking lessons and applying them in different contexts of life. And that's the power here. We live the experiences, we gain the lessons. And we're well equipped to apply those lessons across other aspects of life. So let me ask you, in whatever arena is your passion, your focus, if you developed a really robust physical ready state, what I've been encouraging for the last month of discussions here, and you have great energy, you have your optimal cognitive function. And on top of that, in parallel to it, you have a toolkit of traits and strategies that are going to drive you to optimal effectiveness, to greater resilience, to give you a reservoir or capacity to handle aspects of life that are out of your control. If you had those two things, what would that do to your effectiveness and productivity? What would it bring and add to your quest? If you happen to be a part of a team or an organization, what would it enable you to bring to that group? What if everyone in your team all developed the same components, a performance baseline and a high performance mindset? What would you all bring? What would occur with the effectiveness of that organization and team? What would it do to the results of that team and the organization as a whole? That's what I'm talking about here. We spent the last weeks talking about the physical, but we should consider the components of a high-performance mindset. The good news, the concepts that I outlined today to finish the show, you don't need to enroll in a course. You don't need to go to university you're going to naturally, organically almost, develop these traits when you decide to commit to a journey in sport. As long as you're smart enough, like my Essex mates, to go and apply those lessons. This is the epitome of experiential learning. And so I want to at least kick this discussion off with a few key concepts. 
So what are the major components of a high-performance mindset? The first is under the label commitment, consistency, and toughness. There is a key to this. You've got to set the tone. That's why I like people to establish and commit to, that word is important, commit to a big challenging goal. We do well when we have purpose and direction and we take on a challenge. And if it's too easy, the likelihood of success is limited. But what you want to establish is a daily ritual in which you have direction and it's going to be a little bit of friction along that pathway. And if you establish the value of commitment and consistent ritual, and when things get challenging, you double down in toughness, and then you are going to take the value of direction, commitment, being consistent, and toughness into any endeavor. It's a really rewarding thing building little victories, showing up every day, seeing progress. The journey in itself is the value. But that's not just the element of a high-performance mindset. That's a nice little umbrella one to kick us off. The second big component is if you are taking on a new challenge and in the journey of sport, you are going to be forced in the same as any arena in life to develop focus and prioritization. Think about the journey of an athlete. There are 50 things every single day that we could focus on. But what are the one, two, or three things that are gonna really drive the performance needle that should be prioritized? And that is a skill set to develop, the art of focus, presence, and prioritization. We cannot do all things at once, but what we can do is filter out the most important things and double down on those. And that is a key component for any professional athlete. In fact, if we take Serena Williams, LeBron James, Lionel Messi, Tim Reed, Purple Patch World Champion, Meredith Kessler, one of the best American Ironman triathletes ever, they all had a great natural tendency, and a quest to simplify. There was always so much that they could add into their performance puzzle, but the champions filter, reduced to the most simple and actionable things possible. And this is a trait. This is a strategy. This is a way of being. And it comes out and emerges and gets reinforced through experience. The third big element of a high-performance mindset, developing a positive relationship with stress. We've done a whole show on this, where the vast majority of people view stress as a negative thing, something that is attacking them, that they need to retreat from, that is an action that's going to cause them to wilt and to suffer. But a champion learns that stress is, while not comfortable, in fact, it's distinctly uncomfortable, is an essential component of growth. In fact, stress is essential to get to the destination that they want to get to. Personal evolution and being their best. It won't come 
without struggle. But you must live through the experiences to develop not just conceptually, theoretically, but to feel it. Putting yourself under demand, challenging situations, day to day, week to week, navigating through it, holding true when you are getting pushed back on your heels, when you are getting tired and fatigued and still finding a way through it. It's not just physically good for you to navigate this, it's training the brain. And that is a tool in your toolbox for you to apply across your life. And I come back to it again. That is one of the reasons that showing up every day and embracing sport is such a valuable thing. It's not just improving your fitness. It's not really about podiums and finish lines. It's developing that inner core and trait of actually starting to reposition stress to say, I don't like it. It's not comfortable, but it's critical. It's absolutely important. And I am ready for this. I've seen worse and I can navigate. But you can't pretend your way through those situations. You need to have it driven into you through your own experiences. The fourth element of a high performance mindset, the absolute essential positive benefit of being coachable, collaborative, and effective in communication. If you are on a sporting journey, if you're part of a sporting team, if you're one of the world's best athletes in any sport, you better be coachable. You better be able to collaborate, to build your team around you if it's an individual journey. And you better be really good at communicating communicating your needs and receiving communication and feedback from others. And this is a wonderful arena to hone that tool, to improve it. You know the interesting observation that I've had of more than two decades now of working with some of the world's best athletes as well as some of the world's leading CEOs and executives? The greater the athlete and the higher the level in the organization you tend to go, the more coachable that they tend to be. Yes, the highest performing and best known CEOs and C-level executives that I've worked with are eager to learn, eager to grow, highly coachable. And the very best athletes that I've ever worked with are thirsty for feedback, for guidance. They value coaching more than sometimes the young upstart that maybe thinks that they know a little bit better than they truly do. Coachability is a learned art and is essential for anyone to be their very best. The final component of this today, there's a lot more to it than we're going through today, but just giving you the guiding principles is embracing adversity for growth. Now we talked about stress before, and standing up and embracing that discomfort. But along the journey to achieve anything worthwhile in life, progression is never linear. It is going to be full of setbacks, roadblocks, adversity, even failure. And that's not fun. It's not great to show up to a race. It's not great to do a product launch and it all turns to custard. It's not even fun to have a really bad session or training day, but it's going to occur. 
it's not just progressive development. We're not just putting ingredients into a computer and spitting out a perfectly molding automobile. It is going to be full of setback and failure. That's just the truth, no matter what you're chasing. So you better be really well equipped at navigating failure and adversity. There's a great quote, champions had failed more than the rest of us. And that's kind of true. If you re-spout off the names that I talked about, LeBron, Sabrina, Lionel Messi, blah, 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 they've all failed a tremendous amount. But they're handling the adversity, navigating the frustrations, turning around to the elements that they control, getting back on the journey. That's how you achieve success. Now, life can provide these lessons, but sport is the perfect crucible to experience and develop your toolkit. There really is nothing better. Now, if you don't believe me, let me remind you of a thought. Organizations love to hire athletes. It's not their bodies, I promise you. It's their traits, their mindset. And they've developed them, remember, but you can too. The good news is you don't need to be an athlete but you can benefit from improving your physical ready state showing up and then the lessons from your journey through training the brain. And so let's finish today with a little bit of a rallying call for 2024. We are going to kick off the next phase of our training, which we've titled the build phase of performance. And that's really a wonderful opportunity we're in the middle of right now, off season. We've done a lot of shows around that. You don't need to be an athlete to be, to be participating in off season. But as we go into January, we begin the build. We continue on very, very low intensity work for the most part, a lot of skill development, but we turn the volume up and we begin from your starting line and progress you all the way through to your very best version of yourself. And that's going to kick off in January. Now, next week, we're going to break apart what that first quarter or 12 weeks of training is going to look like for all of the Purple Patch athletes. But let me tell you this. You don't need to be an athlete to leverage that methodology. You certainly don't need to enter an Ironman or a marathon. What you do need is a commitment to personal improvement. And that's the rallying call. 2024, show up your best self. Bring more to whatever is important to your life. I don't care what it is. I just want you to do your very best. And the good news is that you don't have to go it alone. You're not forced to join the dots in a solo mission here. You're going to show up physically better, but you're also going to be mentally battle ready. And so, as I mentioned, next week, we're going to talk about 2024. We're at a lower stress phase of training right now. But out of these holidays, I want you to emerge. And I want you to go on a journey to become your very best self. And so, I'll outline our plans for the Q1 of 2024 and what it means for you. Strength, fitness, skills, it is the build phase. There is a heck of a lot for you to be excited for. But in the meantime... I want you to absorb this, a high performance mindset. 
there is no better vehicle than develop these tools and strategies of effectiveness than taking on a journey of personal well-being and sport. I'll see you next time. Take care. Guys, thanks so much for joining and thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the new format. You can never miss an episode by simply subscribing. Head to the Purple Patch channel of YouTube and you will find it there and you could subscribe. Of course, I'd like to ask you if you will subscribe, also share it with your friends. And it's really helpful if you leave a nice positive review in the comments. Now, any questions that you have, let me know. Feel free to add a comment and I will try my best to respond and support you on your performance journey. And in fact, as we commence this video podcast experience, if you have any feedback at all, as mentioned earlier in the show, we would love your help in helping us to improve. Simply email us at info at purplepatchfitness.com or leave it in the comments of the show at the Purple Patch page and we will get you dialed in. We'd love constructive feedback. We are in a growth mindset, as we like to call it. And so feel free to share with your friends. But as I said, let's build this together. Let's make it something special. It's really fun. We're really trying hard to make it a special experience. And we want to welcome you into the Purple Patch community. With that, I hope you have a great week. Stay healthy. Have fun. Keep smiling, doing whatever you do. Take care.